Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. If you have been struggling to conceive a baby, well grab a cup of tea. You have come to the right place because I've got your back. I spent 11 years trying to conceive my baby and I don't want you to wait that long. In fact, in that 11 years, I dealt with a bad marriage and a bad divorce, infertility, miscarriages, IVF, toxic workplaces, insensitive comments, and even breast cancer. I got through it all and I'm happy, healthy, and smiling. And I have an amazing husband and a little boy. Now, my superpower is helping women just like you to heal their hearts, live a life that is even better than they thought possible, and then conceive their babies. Because I learned to get the good stuff, I had to get right with myself first and find my happiness now. I finally put my psychology background to use, empowered myself, used my intuition, eliminated my blocks, and that's when everything changed. So here we'll explore your mind and emotions on the journey to conceiving your baby, how to make them work for you, and how to live an amazing life in the process. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm Bella Hilton, your host today, Mind Body Fertility Coach. And today I wanted to talk about something that I think gets bandied around too much, but really misunderstood as well. And I wanted to go through it in detail for anybody who is wondering why just relaxing just doesn't work as a strategy for fertility. I mean, we all know it doesn't, but I wanted to go through it in finer detail because we've been told this so many times, right, by well-meaning friends, relatives, and sometimes even professionals in roundabout ways, right? Because we've all heard those stories and had them relayed to us, right, about like, uh, you know, my sister's neighbor who went on a holiday after trying for years and she got pregnant. Great. Uh, As soon as they decided to adopt, she got pregnant. Uh, I'd given up hope and just stopped trying and bam, I got pregnant after all these years. Or, uh, you know, the people who were like, yeah, we weren't really trying anymore because we were about to start an IVF cycle and my period never came and I was pregnant. And you know what? This is amazing for those women, right? Anyone who has been on this journey any length of time would never wish this insanity on anyone. So I think this is why, though, we hear so often just relax and it'll happen because of those stories, right? And people say it like just relax and it'll happen or just don't want it so much or just don't worry about it too much or variations of that kind of thing. And you know what? If you've been on the fertility journey for long enough, I think we start to entertain that as maybe they're right. Maybe I do need to just relax because we do get so uh, worked up on our fertility journeys that there is a large piece of us craving to just relax, right? And we sometimes get to the point of thinking, well, I've tried everything else. Maybe I need to just relax and maybe that will be the answer. And maybe you even try it for a month, right? At least you try your hardest. <laughs> like You go on a holiday and almost pretend to yourself that you aren't thinking about it whilst still having, you know, one eye firmly fixed on it, you know, half a brain on it, thinking that you're not thinking about it even though you really are. Honestly, though, Nothing ever got fixed with the word just, because just relax, yeah, 
If only it was so easy to begin to just relax on a fertility journey. The statement in itself is so infuriating because if we knew how to relax and be devil may care about the whole situation, well, you would absolutely do it because you probably just want to feel a whole lot better than you do right now rather than living in such misery every day and, you know, always on a knife's edge of being angry or ending up in the bathroom crying again. Of course, no one actually wants to go through the torment that can be a fertility uh, diagnosis with all the uncertainty and the fact that the medical science around it isn't all that black and white at times, right? I've heard things like, oh, that usually works, I don't know, um, sometimes that just happens and I'm not sure, more, you know, like stuff like that more times than I care to admit from actually wonderfully well-trained medical professionals. That level of uncertainty can be disastrous for us as humans. Human beings can endure a lot mentally, but when there's no end in sight, that can be seriously taxing on the brain and cause its own levels of stress. We tend to, our brain tends to reach out and try and close the loop, right? Find meaning in it, um, find a reason why. How in the face of that kind of stuff are we meant to just relax and let it all go? And is there any point, right? Let's answer this today. We get to the point where we feel if we don't keep our eye on the ball, though, when we're on our fertility journey, then we'll miss that one thing that's going to get us finally pregnant as well, right? So that's another reason why it's really hard to just relax, right? We have so much riding on this. So let me talk about the science behind stress and fertility for a minute, because there is definitely a causal link between the two, but it's also not the be all and end all. And it's definitely not just relaxing. It will happen, right? That implies you can just have a nice rest on the couch with a book and voila. right? And I want to talk through the difference between just relax and it will happen and real mind body fertility work too, like real mindset work and shifts. So the science behind stress and fertility, okay? Several studies have actually found links between women's levels of day-to-day stress and lowered chances of pregnancy. For example, women whose saliva had high levels of alpha amylase, an enzyme that marks stress, took 29% longer to get pregnant compared to those who had less, right? Women struggling with infertility have been shown to have the same levels of anxiety, which is massive stress, isn't it? And depression as women diagnosed with cancer or HIV, right? And that's from Alice Domar at um, Harvard University Medical School, right? Who's done a lot of research on this. And as a result, right, that actually creates a vicious cycle. Um, you, you go into the fertility journey and you get super stressed and that in itself harms your fertility, right? Today, researchers widely accept that stress and fertility are connected because, uh, uh, for example, um, Sarah Berger, MD, an infertility specialist and vice chair of women's health at Wake Forest Medical Center in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, says, we know that stress hormones such as cortisol disrupt signaling, signaling between the brain and the ovaries, which can trip up ovulation. Okay, so... Stress can actually cause people to 
have delayed ovulation and it can cause them not to ovulate. Um, and stress can impact fertility, but also infertility can impact stress levels, right? But this is not just um, a chicken and an egg situation. That sounds like a chicken and an egg situation, which comes first. Because if it were just relax and it would happen, if it's just about stress and it would happen, then this would universally work for everyone, right? And then we wouldn't be stressed about it because we'd know we'd just have to relax and it would happen. We'd all just go on holiday and conceive. We'd all just completely let go because we know it would happen and we wouldn't need to worry about it in the first place. But this is just not a great strategy for success. Now, there's definitely merit in reducing stress while on the journey. We all know that because if we could conquer our stress, we would feel so much better. And I know that 100% of you just really want to feel better too, right? You, You crave to feel better right now. But firstly, just relax or conquering stress. Well, most people don't understand the true depths to stress in the body and what is influencing us on a day-to-day basis. And so when we hear just relax and it will happen, it really minimizes what we're going through on the infertility journey and maybe in our life in general, right? It's reducing this to say, hey, it's just so simple. And that's not the case. So we can see here where just not thinking about our fertility and relaxing won't necessarily conquer the fertility journey. Because stress, like I said, gets diminished to a a deadline at work type of thinking, like something simple, change the situation and the stress goes away, right? Almost stuff outside of our control. Because yes, stressful times can often signal to the body that, hey, maybe right now isn't a good time to have a baby. Like in war times, for example, um, that's an extreme. Or if someone is really stressed about something, And for some of you, you'll know that stress can delay your ovulation sometimes. So stress can play a part. And this could be things like like a big project and deadlines at work or a stressful relationship, partner or otherwise, or even moving house or a death in the family, right? But I find even more people have stressors going on that long predate their fertility journey. And this stress needs to take into account how we process information differently as human beings based on our own life experiences. Much like someone is afraid of a spider and someone else isn't, okay? We all process information differently. And real stress can keep someone's um, nervous system fired up 24-7, Some people's nervous systems have been fired up for so long, they actually don't know anything different and actually true relaxation feels abnormal to them. Like that's crazy, but it happens a lot in this day and age because we haven't been able to, we haven't been taught how to process our emotions, we haven't been um, supported to process um, traumas big and little that can all add up, right? There's so much going on. So A bit of everyday stress is actually unlikely to keep someone from getting pregnant, right? But other kinds of deep stressors can and are. So stress on the nervous system can look like deep fears, 
stress can look like unresolved traumas, big and little. There's big T traumas and there's little T traumas. Stress can be conflicts within yourself that are keeping you safe. These are things that we don't necessarily consciously think about all the time, but they're there in our body, in our unconscious, and they keep the nervous system fired up. Going on a holiday does not remove those, right? So it's not just this relax and it'll happen. I talk to people all the time that say, you know, maybe I'm an anxious person, right? Or I'm naturally more depressed or a negative person. They start to believe that they are this anxious, depressed, negative person. But then we start actually working on it and realizing that's just the way that their brain has operated for a long time. So they strengthen those neural pathways in their head. And when we start to turn some of those around, they start to be positive people. It's amazing. I love the work that I do. So it can be these types of things, though, like about feeling anxious and depressed or being a negative person or uh, little T traumas or big T traumas or that kind of thing, that need to be addressed first, like a a nervous system that's been fired up for too long, that the opposite feels abnormal. So why is that? Where, you know, does this anxiousness come from? How do you know it's time to be anxious? These types of things like anxiety and depression often took root in our conscious minds long before our fertility, right? And the fertility journey amplifies it dramatically, right? It brings out all our insecurities. I can tell you my depression, when I had depression, when I experienced depression, started in my teens and as a result didn't really, um, and it continued on, right? So it didn't give me any perspective on my fertility journey at all when I was going through it because I thought I was naturally a depressed person. The two compounded each other. I couldn't calm down my nervous system and really clean up my stress until I started addressing the reasons why I was naturally feeling like a more depressive person. And it came down to my view of myself, my body, my self-esteem and my ability to love myself, right? And that was displayed in every area of my life, like the partners I chose, my confidence in anything I did my ability to make decisions, major life decisions, you know, Um, how I lived my life, how I showed up in the world, how I just felt on a daily basis, like all of that. I needed to address that to actually calm down my nervous system. That's not just relax and it will happen. That's actually changing deep beliefs and changing my whole way of being. And you would know if you listen to my other podcasts that I talk a lot about unconscious conflicts as a reason that some women don't fall pregnant too because even when I did relax like truly relax deep in my core it still didn't happen right I had to address some unconscious issues that were going on for me as do some of my clients and those things aren't always obvious mine was about teenage pregnancy not that I had one but I was scared of it right deeply deeply fearful of it. I'd had others who needed to address, you know, some of my clients who had to address traumas from childhood or because something happened to them, they have this feeling like they can't keep 
a child safe, you're right. It's not a conscious thing because logically they know that their child is different to them and they're bringing them into a loving relationship and a stable environment. These are the things, though, that can keep our bodies on high alert without us realizing it. But it's also not a great strategy, right, to just relax, to let it happen, because maybe there is something physical going on that you need to address, like blocked fallopian tubes or something like that. But reducing your stress and anxiety can help you improve your fertility overall and give you more perspective on these things and help you through the journey emotionally and physically, just so many levels, right? There is just no argument in my book that doesn't include absolutely conquering your mental health and well-being in the fertility journey for a plethora of reasons. It helps you in every single aspect and doing a proper mind-body program that's actually dedicated to fertility will, will be what helps you to do this. But just going and having a massage, while it's great and will help, one massage is not a strategy to get pregnant, right? Just relax and it will happen is not a strategy to get pregnant. One holiday is also not a strategy. Truly calming your nervous system so that it's your default setting and it's a way of being rather than just something you do every once in a while is a strategy for feeling better about yourself, feeling better about your journey, living your life with intention, being able to advocate for yourself on this journey, being able to have emotional resilience, moving on if the time comes, should it come to that, making better decisions based on what feels good rather than based on fear, enjoying your life again, living passionately, improving your physical and mental health, improving your fertility outcomes, finding a true and satisfying meaning to your life, whether or not you have kids. And I say that because it's just so important that you do, even if you have kids. Um, Tapping into your intuition, not jumping down every rabbit hole, right? There are just so many reasons. That is a strategy. And if look, if you're lost in stress, so much that your brain just can't even function to remember your name half the time, then please, please do yourself the favor and head to my website at studiofertility.com slash mojo because I put out this free guide so you can get some guidance now and I'd love for you to have that to start to improve things for yourself. Or follow me on Instagram at Studio Fertility where I leave heaps of advice and tips every day. You can leave comments. I always reply. Or you can even hit me up in my, um, in my DMs and I'll, I'll reply, you know. Get the help that you need because it's so important on this journey. And let's get you feeling great again and get you on a path to conceiving your baby. I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. 
And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation. And you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, how to use each one, and how they benefit you, and of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.